Powered by OME Gear, this is Do It In Nature. And we are Stace and Jules. In this day and age of screens, many of us find our refuge in the great outdoors. Some have even built careers to help others experience the power and wonder of nature. In this podcast, we are on a mission to help those people tell their story in hopes of inspiring more people to get outside. So join us as we dive in and explore how people do it in nature. Thank you so much for hitting play on this Do It In Nature podcast with your hosts, Jules and Stace. We want to, in this first episode that we've got going on, we want to do just an intro. We want you to know who we are. We want you to know why we're doing this podcast. We want you to know why we called it Do It In Nature and just a little bit of the background info. So Mm -hmm. I'm Jules and I have my lovely co-host with me in the studio, Stace. Stace. Yeah. So Stace, why... First of all, why are you doing this podcast? So we have an outdoor gear company, and one of the biggest things, uh, challenges for us, I mean, in our in our busy lives, because we run a company, we have a, we have a coaching consulting firm, we have a, an outdoor gear company, and we have two podcasts. And one of the biggest challenges is taking time and getting outside and doing something out behind from behind our screens Mm -hmm. and because we are so busy and we have an outdoor gear company we need to be outside we need to be outside doing things and so it's really important to to bring to light the importance of of you know if we're gonna we need to practice what we preach if we're gonna have an outdoor gear company we need to be out there doing it but we also need to give a platform for other people to inspire other people to get outdoors yeah because I think that's really huge all of that is really huge and I think that we are in this crazy epidemic right now of screens uh, capitalizing on way too much of our day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we live here in Charleston, South Carolina, and the majority of the time the weather here is absolutely beautiful. Now it's humid in the summer, but still that's beach weather, right? right. Or that's boating weather or whatever. Yet what we've seen is that when you go to a restaurant, you see a couple together at dinner and they're both on their phones, or you go over to somebody's house and their TVs are always on, or you go to Starbucks and people most of them have computers up in front of them. And so these screens that have been introduced as really great inventions Mm -hmm. have sort of taken over in a way that makes being outside not as important. And so I think for both of us, if we can bring people on this podcast to be inspiration, like you said, Mm -hmm. to the listeners, you as a listener, to go, you know what, if that person can do an Ironman you know, because they can't went through a really hard time in their life, or this guy can start an oyster farm out of having no knowledge whatsoever of doing that, or this guy can be, you know, an incredible fisherman, or this woman can climb Mount Kilimanjaro. All of these are the types of episodes that we're going to be bringing to you to hopefully make you go, you know, that still small voice in you that says, get outside more. Hopefully these people will inspire that and make that still small mm-hmm. voice grow into something that makes you go, you know what? I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm going out there and making it happen. I mean, we, we, I'm 47 years old, um, about to be 48, but growing up, we didn't have screens. I mean, we had a, 
We had a black and white TV with three channels that we had aluminum foil from leftovers, you know, as our rat on our rabbit ears and just trying to get reception. So, you know, that wasn't an important thing in our lives. We did we, have Atari. Well, I mean, that was later. <laughs> we had, but I mean, but it wasn't an Atari that, I mean, we had an Atari too, but. I don't I, mean to brag, but I was really good at Centipede. I was really good at um, was um, uh, Pitfall. <laughs> Pitfall. Oh yeah, we would take pictures of Pitfall because you could like turn, you could send it in, and I don't know what you would get, but anyway, Atari T-shirts, whatever. But um, but I loved being outdoors. I couldn't wait to get home to get my homework done, and or rush through my homework probably most of the times just to get outdoors and do something in whatever. nature. Yeah. You know, and I was the only girl in my immediate neighborhood so we were out playing basketball and football and building forts and everything like that and you just don't see that yeah. today I mean even riding in the car if we would get on a long trip we didn't have iPads and earphones and and we weren't sitting in front of a screen we were looking out and trying to see who could get the alphabets of, off of signs first or who you could see animals first or whatever. We mm-hmm. were even paying attention outside the window yeah. um, as we were driving. Or my, our parents, I wasn't driving, but, but my parents, I remember sitting in the, before seatbelts were mandated, sitting in the back um, window and just looking at the stars Yeah, if we were driving on at oh night. God, could you imagine if people did oh, that yeah. today? <laughs> but I did that all the time. That was my place. I was in that back window looking at the stars because I thought it was the coolest thing mm. um, to connect to, and how big the universe was. I remember thinking that. So, but we don't, I don't think we take the opportunities. We have the opportunities. Yeah. But we don't take the opportunities to step away from the screens or to pull the screens away from our kids to say, listen, there's a bigger world out there than behind whatever you're seeing in front of your face. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, I mean, I have some awesome memories too of growing up and in summer nights. I grew up in Pennsylvania, so summer nights mostly, but. I came from a fam- I come from a family of four brothers and one sister, mom and dad, uh, and we would after dinner we would all go down to the driveway and play basketball. Mm-hmm. We had enough to do you know teams, mm-hmm. and so we would play basketball. And my mom would sit there and keep score and cheer for us, and we'd have glasses of iced tea. And I mean, there's just really really great memories. Or I remember grabbing a huge glass of you know iced tea and lemonade and going out to the hammock. And reading for hours, mm-hmm. just being outside, swinging yeah. in a hammock, feeling the warm air or whatever on my face and kind of going into my own world in nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, so to me too, I agree, growing up, we were just outside more. Now we see families that it is a priority to have their kids outside. And so I think that part of this podcast too is for you adult listeners who have kids, it's maybe to inspire you to think differently about your kids and their screen use and, you know, take them outside in the backyard, lay down a blanket and look at stars with them. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be some huge event that you let's all go climb Mount Kilimanjaro and spend thousands and thousands of dollars. It can literally be take them down to the creek and dig up worms, get your hands dirty, mm-hmm. like go out and be in nature, set up a tent in the backyard and have a have a cookout, you know, yeah. have, a, have a sleepover in the tent, but be outside with your kids more and really limit. They might fight you on you taking away their, their screens, but 
in the long run, I guarantee you they'll appreciate it. Oh, the, well, the, that's when they're they're present, and that's when they're going to have. That's when you make the memories. Yep, that you is know, the memories. I mean, I don't remember. I mean, I don't remember sitting in front of the Atari. I remember going out, and one thing my mom and dad we would do Sunday picnics out in the park, and we'd go fly kites. Mm-hmm. And you just don't see that as often. I'm not saying you don't see it at all, because there are those families that do get out there and do those things with their kids. But I, I don't remember sitting at church or at school waiting to get home and and get in front of a, a TV and, or an Atari. I mean, there wasn't really great TV shows back there in any way yeah. that would hold my interest. <laughs> MASH. Uh, I mean, I yeah. did love MASH. But, um, and so I just feel like that just in this world and where we are today, you have to be more purposeful mm-hmm. about doing things out in nature I mean, we live, like you said, Charleston, South Carolina, and it is gorgeous here most of the time. You know, it's only snowed here a few times in the past 300 years, and so we don't get a ton of snow. And when when we do, we get out and play in it, because that's something, you know, we, we don't see it very often. It's definitely a, a treat for us to get snowfall, but for the most part, there's always something to do in our area. Mm-hmm. There's always something going on outside. And I, but I would say... That's the case for anybody, no matter yeah. where anybody lives, mm-hmm. even if it's not, you know, beautiful like Charleston. There are plenty of unbelievable places in the U.S. and beyond mm-hmm. where you just go outside, just go for a walk and get creative. Take your take your phone with you, not to look, but to capture 10 things that inspire you on that walk. So like do things like that where you sort of invite yourself mm-hmm. to experience nature in a different way. Like... Give yourself a challenge that you have to find 10 flowers or 10 leaves in the fall that are really cool colors or whatever. Or, you know, do a challenge where I've seen people do like one photo a day mm-hmm. of something that inspires them outside. All of these things are just, like you said, we do need to be more purposeful. Our phones are really awesome tools with the cameras that are in mm-hmm. them now. And so take it and use it in a way that really is uplifting to you and not just destroying your soul because a lot of times scrolling on Facebook or scrolling on Instagram or you know whatever it is I mean it is a time suck that brings zero value Mm. the only thing that I think does bring value is if you see a friend who you know is out on a hike you're like man I need to do that more right I need to or, or like when we go kayaking with the dolphins or go out on the shrimp boats I know that those kinds of things are inspirational. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool because when I see other friends doing that, I'm like, yeah, that reminds me, kind of brings me back to center to go get out of this house with the stale air-conditioned air and go breathe really good fresh air mm-hmm. and be a part of you know this unbelievable place called Earth that we live on. Yeah. We re- recently took a trip to South Bend, Indiana to a Notre Dame game, and it was the best time to go. And... The leaves were amazing. The air was crisp. It was just, um, it, it screamed fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's something that I don't get, I haven't, because I'm from South Carolina, I haven't got to experience very often because we don't really have a lot of seasons here. We have summer and maybe winter, but it's it, you have a very short spring and fall in the span of a year. But so something like that, you know, to go out and be in a crisp environment 
I just wanted to be outside the whole time. Yeah. I mean, and it was cold. It was cold, but just seeing the beautiful colors and the appreciation that, that came from that trip and just being around that in that environment. I'm still talking about it, that it was just an amazing opportunity to be outdoors in a beautiful place. And I think you can find that anywhere you go. Yeah. Yeah. And I think even just things like your lips getting chapped, right? And your face getting kind of windburnt. And I mean, the fact that our bodies react to the elements to me is such a cool thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that I love having chapped lips, but, or dry skin, but the fact that our bodies are kind of one with go what's going on in weather is so fascinating to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't really even understand all that, but all of that is just really, really cool. So I think the thing is, is just be aware, like go outside and be aware, do things like, um, and we'll, you know, we'll be given these tips along the way as we do these episodes, but things that you can do to get yourself outside more. So if you work from home or even if you don't work from home and you have a half hour phone call, take it outside, mm -hmm. go for a walk, take your phone, walk outside and talk outside. I know for you and I, a lot of times when we take phone calls, we're never sitting down at the mm -hmm. desk. We're always up and walking around the house or we open the front door and walk outside, walk up and down the street. There's something about being outside that makes you think clear. Right. At least me, it makes me think more clearly. Mm -hmm. And so do things like that where you, one of the things we do after dinner is we go for a gratitude walk. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this a lot and maybe as a listener you haven't heard this yet, but a gratitude walk where we eat our dinner, we fill our bellies, we kind of fill ourselves with the day and then we go outside on a walk or on a golf cart ride with a cocktail mm -hmm. and we get outside and we just say three things we're thankful for for that day and we do not take our phones and we don't take our phones mm -hmm. yeah and we just be present in the moment with each other and just talk about things that we're grateful for because it's another thing it's like have an attitude of gratitude mm -hmm. and when you're outside it's easier to do that yep yep and it's not always easy sometimes i mean i'll be honest i'm human I don't always feel grateful. Yeah. But we're, it forces me to feel grateful. It By the forces, end of the walk. Right. Yeah. It forces me to, and it does. It clears my head. It gets me out of the work mode and, and into a different environment that I'm able to, to find some gratitude yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And I, so, so what we're going to be doing on this podcast is we're going to be bringing to you leaders in the outdoor space, whatever that looks like, where they've made it their passion and their mission to do things connected to the outside. And so people like have founded outdoor gear companies or outdoor companies, people who are founders of outdoor nonprofits, nonprofits that mm -hmm. affect the outdoors, people who are extreme athletes or adventurers, and then people who are outdoor influencers. And so all of those different components are people that we want to bring to you each week on this podcast so that you can hear different people's stories from different types of avenues where they make it their mission to do things in nature. Mm -hmm. So like for us, you mentioned that we have a company called OME Gear. So that stands for ocean plus mountains equals earth mm -hmm. gear. Um, and we're taking a product to market that's a, it's a five in one. So it's a cart that hauls gear. Once you get where you're going, you unload it and it transforms into what? It transforms into a lower-to-the-ground beach-type chair, a higher-off-the-ground camping-type chair, a fully-reclining lounge chair, and then a camping cot. 
And so people call us like the Swiss Army knife of carts to chairs. We also have the ability, um, we have straps specially made for our the Wanderer, this is what it's called, that you can carry your kayaks or your paddle boards or surfboards, whatever you are doing outside, you need to carry it and then have a seat when you get there. This is what we are bringing to market. Yeah, and so the whole reason why we're taking this product and many others behind it to market and building the company of OME Gear is to inspire people to get outside more. Yes. Because a lot of times we've heard, oh, I don't want to go to the beach because I have to lug all this stuff and it's a pain in the neck. And so we've designed this. Actually, the story is awesome that I won't tell on this podcast, but it's actually my mom and dad's idea concept from 20 years ago that we're now taking to market. Mm -hmm. But we designed this as a means to an end. I mean, yeah. the product is whatever. It's a product. There's a million products out there. But this one is specifically designed, high quality, paying attention to the earth as much as we mm -hmm. can in sustainability, and offering people a product that will last, that will help them enjoy their time outside more. So whether it's tailgating or festivals or the beach or camping mm -hmm. or kids' soccer games or whatever it is, that's why we designed this product, so that we can inspire people to get outside more because how many times have we heard i can't go to the beach because it, i have to take pack the kids up take all their stuff yep and it's just a pain yeah and then you have how many people saying i'm the pack mule well we want to take the ease and so you can go to the beach or you can go wherever to a festival or tailgate or camping wherever and then have, have be relaxed going there and be relaxed when you get there and be more relaxed when you come back yeah. So that's the whole thing. So then yeah. we started on gear and we're like, gosh, how do we, how do we make this bigger? How do we expand this out? And we thought, let's do a podcast where mm -hmm. we can actually feature other people and not just ourselves and our company, but we can highlight other people that are doing things that we totally respect and want to shine a light on them and the things that they're doing so that you can, and we can be educated in the process. And then hopefully the result is that we'll all get outside more. Yeah. So thank you for listening. We look forward to being in your ears once a week. First of all, we hope you subscribe to Do It In Nature podcast. That way you can see them coming in each week, the new episodes. And then we hope you tell all your friends. Follow us on Instagram. That's where we'll do a lot of posts there. And uh, you'll see the new episodes and um, Facebook, wherever you, you want to follow us. So reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is info at omegear.com. We'd love to hear from you. We get those emails, so we'll definitely respond back to you. And yeah, we hope you go make it an awesome day and go do something in nature. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks.